Hello and welcome to the Natural Birth Co. Podcast. I am so stoked to bring you this birth story with one of my dear, dear, beautiful and hilarious friends, Lucy. She has had the two most incredible, nourishing, positive birth experiences. So if you are here in either pregnancy or preconception, you're really wanting to instill some positive birth beliefs, positive birth perspective, and hear an inspiring story, you are going to absolutely love this podcast. So Lucy talks about her preparation. She talks about her birth experience, positions that she did, pain relief that worked for her, how her partner supported her, what she liked, what she didn't, and all the things in between. She talks about the type of care that she received during labor as well. So really pumped for you to listen to this podcast. I can't wait for you guys to get your ears in here. Now, she does mention doing our pregnancy yoga, which will pop the link in the show notes if it interests you, and also our Abitance Active Birth, which her and her partner Jacob loved, 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 and you'll hear her mention it a few times in the potty about the different techniques that they use. So if that interests you at all as well, we'll pop the links in the show notes. And we have just released upcoming dates for March, April, May, and June Abitance Birth Workshops. We only hold one a month and they only have five couples each. So the last fair few have been booked out. However, we have just released the dates upcoming um, and they all have availability. So super excited for you guys to jump on to that. Definitely, if you're interested, try not to hesitate. You can always contact me to try to secure your spot because they do sell out quickly. Without further ado, get into the podcast. Hey, Luce. Hey, Ames. Thanks for jumping on the potty. Oh, glad to be here. I know. I'm so <laughs> excited to tell your story. Yay. We got little Frankster with us, guys. So if we hear some little mumble grumbles in the background, pausing for feeds probably three times already and it's very <laughs> distracted. So probably will continue to happen throughout the podcast. You're staring me down. He's like, you fucking talking about me? <laughs> So judgmental. What? What? So, how old's Frankster now? That's a great question. Yeah. Um, two months. Two months. Perfect. I feel like he's ten weeks today. Amazing. Ten weeks today, and he's your second babe, and then you've got Arthur. With Arthur, I was like, he's ten weeks and two days. I'm like, oh, nine weeks, ten weeks. Definitely not nine weeks. I'm going to say ten weeks today. (laughs) And how old's Arthur? Arthur's two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. Okay, yeah. so you've got two babes. Two little boys. And you're Lucy, and then you've got your husband, Jacob. Yeah. And, and Kevin, our dog. And Kev, the dog, <laughs> of course. The most beautiful black Labrador. Yeah. I'm so out of it with dogs. Yeah, nice. Amazing. So, tell us the story. What happened in, actually, you were mentioning you decided to fall pregnant with Arthur and yes. start trying. Yeah. And that was a thing in itself. It is a thing in itself. Jacob and I had quite a history, <laughs> which is a whole nother three-hour podcast. But So when we got together again, we sort of, everything happened quite quickly. We were like, yes. cool, let's move to Canada for a while. Let's get home, buy a house, get a dog. You and fucking knew we, what was we up. Knew, yeah, we were like, well, we've wasted 10 yeah. years. Let's, let's go. Yeah. Um, Maybe we should do a whole like relationship segment of this podcast one time. Don, I will be your first guest. (laughs) I'll be my second. (laughs) Okay. Yes. (laughs) Love that. Um, 
Yeah, so we decided, we sort of had the conversation and then we were like, yeah, yeah, we will, but not like right now. And then I think it wasn't long after that. I think we we came home from Canada earlier than we thought because of COVID. So Mm. we thought, okay, well, let's try. Um, And as I said to you, probably took around six months to get pregnant, which I know isn't super long in terms of people trying and it not happening Mm. um but it also wasn't like our first month or second month which can happen too so Mm -hmm. for me who is quite like focused on health and like I thought you know I'm I'm in a good place in my body in my mind like it'll happen really quickly Mm -hmm. Jacob's healthy blah 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 and then every month that it doesn't happen you just think what's wrong with me yeah something wrong with me why isn't it happening every pregnant person you see you're like fucking bitch how did she Yes, yes. Why? And then it seems, I feel like any, so anyone going through trying to conceive and it just feels like everyone around you is either getting pregnant or is pregnant. I feel ya. Yeah. It'll be fine. You'll get through it. You will get pregnant. Hopefully. Um, anyone who and listens to that right now in that scenario is going to be like far out. Thank goodness. Yeah. Well, you know, depending on where they so are alone. in their cycle. If they're yeah. like, you know just had a period or whatever they're like yes. hopefully it'll put them in a positive mindset just yeah. like just keep positive it'll try it's crazy it's like i think it's like every time every month you have a 20 percent chance of falling pregnant so the chance is wow. quite low yeah anyway so just keep at it um yeah. but yeah so probably took around six months and then um from there had a great pregnancy amazing everything was good First trimester, felt very tired, um, but I worked, had a cafe, so I sort of started early, could finish early, come home and sleep, which mm. was great. I had like a three-hour nana nap, sort of, you know, from three to five most days. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to jiggle him a bit. Yeah. And then um, soon as second trimester came, got my energy back, didn't have any sickness, more had nausea with Arthur. I wasn't vomiting a lot. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just survived on like rice cakes and butter. Oh, nice! Was that your second trimester or your first? First, first trimester. Second trimester, I could eat everything, everything. But like the smell of meats, like Jacob remembers like coming home and I'd be like cooking dinner and be like, oh, and he's like, I I can do that. I can help out. I know. I can do it. (laughs) (laughs) It just smells like horrible yeah but I was like I have to eat it to like keep my iron up or whatever yes yes um but do whatever you got to to survive that first trimester and then um second trimester great and then third trimester I'd heard a lot of people can get like sort of tired again and blah blah blah, but I felt great Mm -hmm. um I was doing your yoga which I think helped just you know, just keep your body nimble, even yeah. just going for walks and yeah. and things. With When you have a dog, it's great because you kind of have to walk every day anyway. So yeah. I think that helps. And then I was getting acupuncture towards the end as well. Um, but, yeah, felt great. And so I actually thought my older sister, um, I think mum ended up being induced with her because she was two weeks over. So I was like, he's going to go over. Like, I feel great, mm. yada, yada. Um, Going in with that expectation, so helpful. Yes. And I think it when we did the sort of the first scans, he was measuring, you know, a little bit forward. Like they would say, like, yeah. oh, you could bring the date forward a little bit. And I was like, no, no, just leave it where it is. Good. Because I know, you know, if they're like, oh, at 42 weeks we have to do this. I was like, well, if 42 weeks isn't really 42 weeks, then yes. just buy yourself a couple of days. That's such a good um, 
point out there for the other mamas too because mm. it, it can seem so like oh what does it matter it's three days like at the start of pregnancy but then at the end of pregnancy it can be yeah a massive yeah. difference in yeah. what experience you're going to have I feel like just staying in your routine is really good, especially towards the end if you start getting like, oh, 38 weeks could happen any day now. Yes. But just keep doing what you're doing. I was also still seeing my PT then, Simon, who is um, great. Um, and I feel like it just, yeah, helped keep me in shape, but it wasn't too much. No. Um, but, yeah, I think I went to the gym on uh, either the Friday or Saturday. Um, and I, I think I had it an appointment scheduled in with him on the Monday. Um, And then, so, when did that start? Okay, so Saturday night we went to dinner at Mum's. Yeah. um, And I had one of her habanero chilies. That's right. Yes. Which... Can I ask before we get into this part? Yes, of course. Yeah, I kind of... What was your perception on birth through this phase like how did you feel were you scared were you excited you felt like I'm gonna have a natural birth and there's no reason that I can't or what did you think because how did your mum birth (laughs) mama had four kids loved all her pregnancies would happily be pregnant again like she loved it which was good and I think after I had Arthur mum's told me a little bit more about the details of her birth whereas I think before she didn't want to didn't want to put any fear in me so she was great at just saying yeah I was an induced with Leah um I think she had a stretch and sweep with me because her doctor um she went to bedroom and her doctor was going overseas I think and so I came a little bit earlier than my due date but still within a um safe time frame but mm. um so I pretty much only had positive things so mm. I definitely didn't have any fear going in I will say, like, in hindsight, definitely, like, oblivious to how painful it is. Yes, interesting. But, um, yeah, especially because I'm kind of like, oh, you know, people love to complain. It won't be that Yeah. Bad. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so, yeah, good. I had good people around me. I definitely had friends who had birth experiences that didn't go, um, I won't say according to plan, but didn't go the way they were expecting mm. or really wanted them to go. Mm. Um, a couple of friends who had emergency C-sections and the like, but, I mean, once the baby's out, no one's, mm-hmm. like, on their deathbed saying, oh, I wish I had a natural birth. And yes. So, yeah. yeah, all had beautiful, safe bubbies. Um, but, yeah, I sort of thought, you know, I'm doing everything within my power. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to the gym. I'm doing yoga. We did a calm birth workshop mm-hmm. with Brooke, um, which was beautiful. Mm. Jacob, Jacob loved that. He was like, I would do that again every weekend. It was so just like good. falling asleep on the couch for two days. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she was great at sort of just explaining sort of the phases of labor and techniques that you can use and then sort of just gave us positions which when I go through doing your birth workshop I'll sort of sort of touch on how it was yeah. quite different to that cool. um so like felt prepared didn't have any fear around it was definitely excited um but yeah a little bit oblivious to how painful it would actually be fair do you think in <laughs> hindsight that was a good thing Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. That's why as soon as you give birth, you, you can't remember how painful it was. And yeah. you're like, oh, I'll have another one. Yes. Because otherwise no one would ever have a Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that had good people around me, I think, to sort of 
perfect not put fear into me perfect um and i'm sort of someone uh, my sister-in-law suggested to listen to australian birth stories which Mm -hmm. i very much pick and chose which ones because yes yes whereas um there was another podcast and it's called like positive birth stories and i feel like this is before you were doing like a lot because i find all yours quite positive which is really nice yeah because i think you just get into a mind frame like yeah. before frank was born i think i was listening to like every single birth story that you'd done because i was like oh these are great yeah okay, this happens however back then i okay, definitely didn't and... have my podcast then yeah with okay, arthur yeah because then, mm. then yeah so i found a one called positive birth stories i think it was like a Swedish lady who who does it or something. It's in cool. English, but yeah. So I found, um, but I did did find some of the Australian birth stories really great and interesting. Yes. But yeah, I didn't like the ones. Anything that I saw that was sort of that was traumatic. Like, no, yeah, no, skip over that. I don't. I just didn't want that in my. I know for some people they're like, I want to know what could happen and yeah. what happens in that situation. But for me, I just wanted to be in a really positive mindset. I and really I didn't back have that. Anything like. Arthur was measuring fantastic all the yes. way through. I was healthy all the way through. I had zero issues. I was sleeping well. Yes. I, I had heartburn for like 20 weeks, but that was that was the worst thing. Yeah. So, um, I just really back that. I just think, and like each to their own, how I feel is that we don't need to surround ourselves with negative birth stories during pregnancy. Like we know we can have a cesarean. We know things can go off plans. We know all that. We don't need to yeah. continually reinforce our subconscious with that. And I think there's I a time and a place more so after for like relation and, yes. um, you know, uh, feeling like someone else is experiencing the same thing, not feeling so alone. Mm. So there's a time and a place, but I just For don't sure. feel pregnancy is the time. Yes. And I 100% back what you're saying is like we know that cesareans yeah. and um, episiotomies yeah. and everything like that can happen, but let's focus on also, you know, majority of births are probably like they're going to be good. Yes. Yes. Like not the best experience of your life. But then in some ways the best experience of your life. Yeah, it's totally. like the best and worst experience of your life. Oh, it's the most contradictory thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It, it really stuff? is. And like dissecting it afterwards and like thinking about how the hormones work and everything, you're like, oh, body is so bloody amazing. It's incredible. Like Jacob always says, um, birth is peak womanhood. Yes. And it's just like, how is his body doing this? Like women are just freaking amazing. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, couldn't agree more. That's like something, uh, I think we did this in our birth workshop where it's like, it's the most feminine thing if we're talking about masculine and feminine is in more energies rather than penis, vagina. It's the most feminine thing you will ever do. And that's why I feel like being in your feminine energy is really positive in Mm. birth, being able to receive and surrender and really control. At the same time being strong and feeling like – so definitely in my birth with Frank, I was a lot more sort of in my logical brain because I think it was just that so much shorter and blah, blah, blah. But I definitely felt – and I'll get to it, but there were just like women in the room and I was just like, yeah, like I just felt – really positive feminine yes. energy and you're just like I feel strong oh. supported by women who've all done this and oh. yeah isn't that yeah. powerful moms are just the best oh it's incredible really it's incredible so then you had the habanero chili so yes if anyone is being threatened with <laughs> <Sorry>. being induced <laughs> just look at me 
<laughs> um, go see Kate Morris and she will have a habanero chili for you. And yes. that will kick things up. This is Lucy's mum. Um, yes, this is my mum. <laughs> of the home um, garden. So in her garden she has a habanero chili. So yes, with Arthur, it was a Saturday night. We were having homemade pizzas and um, mum was like, oh, I cut some up and put some on your pizza. So and I was like, good. no. Fuck that. Let's go. Yes. Let's just smack. And I think I took like a bite, like, and they're tiny, but I took a, like, half of it. And I was just like, oh. Yeah. And I'm someone who's like, do you have an extra hot on the, you know, mild, medium, or hot when you yes. get tired? Indian yes. I'm like, is there? An, like, I love heat. Spicy. Yeah. These ones are. Whew. Yes, um, so, so I was good. Just like, here's the middle of winter, and I'm like, I'm sweaty. I'm like, yes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So, okay, so this was the 27th of, no, 26th of June, and then Sunday was the 27th of June. Um, so, on the, Saturday, on the Sunday morning, I think it was like 3.30 in the morning, Jacob like rolled over and looked at me and I was like sitting up in bed and he was like, oh, it's old. And I was like, I think it's old. Yes. <laughs> I think I had had like... A little bit of Braxton Hicks and things, but not much. And again, like not wanting to read into it and think, oh, this is it kind of thing. Yeah. It definitely didn't feel like a – but then once they get a little bit more – a little bit more um, consistent, um, yeah, I was like, I feel like this is different. I feel like we're on. Yes. Or it's the habanero chili. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was at 3.30 and then, yeah, just everything was – Everything was fine. We got up and went for a walk, I think, around like 7.30. I think I must have like maybe gone – I don't think I went back to sleep because I think I was too excited, but I definitely was just chilling out. It was like quite a bit of time between contractions. Got up, went for a walk on the beach like we usually do, went to mum's for Sunday breakfast like we do. Um, And even at Sunday breakfast, I was like to mum, I think think I'm in labour. Like I think this is it. And she was like – I don't know. Your belly's still looking pretty high. I was like, oh, oh, okay, maybe because I, you know, you hear that like labour can last two weeks before yeah, you're like yeah, really yeah. in the thick of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, well, we'll see. I'm like, I think you're wrong, but we'll see. Um, and then sort of just went through the day like that. I think after breakfast, we always do like sort of like late breakfast, come yeah. home, and then I think at about five p.m., Jacob's mum came over. We were outside, and at that point she was having a conversation and I kind of had to like sway through them a little bit and she's like yeah but you're not like in labor in labor and I was like well maybe not like active labor but yeah. there's definitely <laughs> I can't even remember what she's these bitches doubting me like, yeah yeah I'm like, ah, I, I think so <laughs> um and then they probably, although it's probably the best thing right yeah yeah you know in like, hindsight oh, like at the okay. time maybe it wasn't nice to hear but yeah like I wasn't sort of I'd read that um birth skills book mm-hmm. as well so it's not like I was like oh I'm in this stage okay I'll start doing like the stomping your feet or squeezing the ball or like, yes. you know using the techniques because maybe this will be like yeah another couple of days or yeah whatever and then I think we watched the notebook and I was just on the ball which because I was like oh you know got get the oxytocin fly yeah and I'm like watching it I'm like this is probably not the greatest movie to watch it's like it's quite sad <laughs> <laughs> we should have chosen something really funny like the office or yeah t- yeah yeah Ted Lasso would be a good yes one to watch, so true actually <laughs> but yes yeah, so it was just on the birth ball and then we probably had dinner around like seven thirty, and I like could could not stomach much at all Jacob was sort of like just try and eat what you can because you'll need your energy and I was like oh, I'm trying I just feel so I think you just are so 
big at that stage and everything's going on your mind is elsewhere and yes um, anyway I tried to eat some dinner and so I was obviously like a little bit more intense at that stage but could still talk and still wasn't hectic I want to acknowledge that you are doing right now two of the techniques that we teach for conserving energy which Mm. is one, going about your day as normal, yeah, pretending yeah. like labor's not there. You yeah. still went to brunch. You still had your mother-in-law for dinner or whatever it was, but you don't stop things just because you're sitting at home waiting. Oh, my gosh, I'm in labor. Yeah. You know, you keep doing the things. You've got to pass the time of that early pass labor the time. phase. That's it. I feel like yes. if I was just sitting there, like, focusing on it, then yes. an hour would feel like three hours. Exactly. Whereas, yeah, you like, it will get intense and you yes. will feel like 10 minutes is an hour. Yes. Um, so just... Yes. Go, go about it. And that way, like, by the time labor actually starts, you know, it's you're, – you're more ready for it. Whereas if you've been sitting there waiting and saying, I'm in labor, I'm in labor, I'm in labor, you just have so much less patience for the longevity 100%, of labor. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you were doing – I don't know, just doing like an exercise class or like going for a big walk or whatever, like how we mm. went for a walk the other day mm-hmm. and we walked like 8K, but it's like mm. you didn't even know because you're chatting, yes. you're doing something distracted. Whereas if I was by myself, yes. you know, 3K in, I'd be like, okay, well, let's wrap this up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I agree completely. So it's just like, yeah, yes. anything that distracts you is great. If you yes. can, uh, I mean, I guess do whatever like works for you. If going to see friends or whatever, I, like, yeah. I love going to mom's for breakfast because we do that every Sunday. Yes. It's just like a lazy day. You kind of, you still tune into your body and be like, oh yeah, okay. And you, yes. you are getting excited and you can't like draw your thoughts away from it. But yes. if you can still do stuff, yeah, it definitely helps. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Mm. Good call. Good call. So then, then what happened? You were saying you couldn't eat dinner. So yeah, couldn't, couldn't stomach much for dinner. Um, And then... Ah, uh, what do we do after dinner? I think at that point, it, yeah, it had started to pick up a little bit. So then I probably started using some of the techniques from that birth skills um, mm. book and just sort of a little bit more moving. And then I think I mm. tried to get some – I think we tried to go to bed, but then you're just like too excited or whatever. Yeah. So I think we were just – we were definitely in bed because I remember I was – in bed sort of using the headrest to like squeeze and stuff for a while. So you were like on your knees leaning over the headrest. Yeah. Yeah, yep. nice. Yeah. And then I'd try to Good get up position. and 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 just like walk down the hallway yeah. or whatever. Like not use too much energy because I was still trying to conserve my energy but I still wanted to move. Yeah. I think we went into the hospital around midnight. We called about eleven. Yeah. And said we will be coming in at some point, starting to ramp yeah. up, just to let you know. Because I went through um, Coast Life again, but I didn't get in in time to have someone there That's for right. the actual day. So I just got the pre and post. That's right. Had Sam, she was great. I don't think she's there anymore. So like felt prepared going in. You know, I had yes. the same person afterwards to care, which was really nice. But I didn't have any fear about being in a hospital. Awesome. Jacob was more for a hospital birth. It's five minutes down the road. Yeah. They had private rooms and a bath so I was like that's basically what I want a home birth for anyway so cool like let's both of us get what we want out of this and then yes I called about 11 to say we were coming in and I just remember the midwife there saying just monitor the movements and make sure that they're consistent and I was just like what I haven't felt the baby at all Mm. which I am in like (laughs) yes I'm not thinking about I'm movements. I'm not thinking about the movement. So then I think I started like freaking myself out a little bit. And also uh, where the placenta was with Arthur was right on the front of my belly. So my yes. movements weren't 
great anyway. Yeah. I definitely had some days where I was like, oh, gosh, has Bubs moved much today? I don't really know. And then, you know, you channel in and they, they kind of really show you, which is, which is yeah. a really nice feeling. But, um, yeah, it was definitely harder to feel, whereas with Frank, my placenta was on the back, so got movement the whole time, which was so amazing. Much. Yeah. And then, yeah, so I kind of freaked myself out a bit hearing that. And so I think about midnight we said, okay, it's picking up. And Jacob said, I've been timing your contractions for like the last two hours and they were like two two to three minutes apart like Amazing. the whole time. Wow. Yeah, so he was like, let's just go in. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. So we went in. Another great tip, by the way, is um, exactly what you just did. He is timing the contractions. Yes, because I knew I didn't want to. Exactly. Father, Very logical like, mind. Yes. That's a, that's a yeah. And he wasn't job. saying like, oh, okay, like yes. on this, okay, it's going down to this or whatever. Yes. And just, we, we just didn't doing have a – we'd I'd asked Sam because a friend of mine had said, oh, you go to the hospital when it's three, two, one, or I don't know. She had some, some number yeah. and I was like, oh, okay, I don't really know what that means. And so I remember asking my midwife being like, so when do I go to the hospital? And she said, when you need to push. Ah. You go first. <gasps> if you feel like you're, you're getting too intense, just aim for that because she, she's probably like, she'll tap out and like go to the hospital. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, so I was like, yeah. Oh, okay, cool, good to know. So uh, funny. Especially because I'm so close to the hospital. Yes, um, yes. Yeah, so when in about midnight – and I was like, oh, gosh, my poor neighbours. I remember, like, just before I opened the door to get in the car, I've been like, oh, <gasps> oh I was so very, good. Oh, and actually one thing that Caitlin told me, which just, like, stuck in my brain, was, like, the high-pitched sounds that make your voice box go up. And yes. And, like, your uterus lift, whereas low. So I was just, like, the epic, like, cow, Ooh. like, real, real low tones. Yeah. So good. Yes. Another um, freaking fantastic tip. <laughs> it, well, it was so, that yeah. one, like, oh, it stuck with me. Then, yeah, got into the hospital, so just after midnight, and had a midwife, and she had a, it must have still been a little bit COVID-y, because she had a mask on. Oh. And was just like, oh. and I'm like, <gasps> what? <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, I'll just do an internal exam to check where you are, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. You were fine um, with that? I was, yep. fi- I was fine with that. Totally. But I probably didn't know too much information about yeah. checking and that it can kind of – you can be like six centimetres and then it can go back. If yes. Like so I was a bit like ignorance is bliss. Yes. Um, so I was like, yeah, that's fine. And she said, you're two centimetres. My suggestion would be – you can stay, but my suggestion would be two centimeters. Wow! Okay. Go home mm-hmm. and take a Panadol or whatever it was, and try and get some sleep and yeah. blah, blah blah. And I was like, oh, so disheartening. But I was like, yeah. yeah, okay. But ended up being a great thing. We pretty much like went home and things just like ramped up. And then I think we went back and it was like three thirty in the morning. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So got home, took the pit like. I'm like, I'm not sleeping. This is just getting more intense, yes. more intense. So just tried to stay home for a little bit longer and then went back to the hospital. And I feel like in my birth prep, like all the positions that I liked sort of in pregnancy were a lot of like sitting on the ball or like melasana or whatever. Absolutely not in labor. Interesting. Yeah. Car, like to get in the car to go back to the hospital, so painful. When we got to the hospital, they yes. offered us. Oh, and at that point, I remember, so it was winter and I'd had my tracksuit pants on and like a breastfeeding singlet and a big robe and then got home and I had, had my tracksuit pants off just to, you know, free up movement yes. and stuff. And we got in the car to go back to the hospital and Jacob's like, 
do you want to put your pants back on? I was like, nah. <laughs> I don't care at this point. Just I got a robe. It's fine. Uh, yes, so it's true. three in the morning, and now I'm just like, oh god, I look like a crazy woman. But you know, we've had women enter in worse. Yep. Don't even yeah, worry. Yeah. I was like, I'm not naked. Yes, yes. So got back to the hospital. Yeah, and they um someone brought a wheelchair over to me, and I was like, oh thank you, and like sat down. I was just like, nope. No, no not way. at all. So walked very slowly up to the birth rooms. They had the birth suite there and had Melinda, our, who was our midwife for the duration then, and she was amazing. Great. So I feel like it actually ended up being so good. Aww. Although a friend did tell me, if you don't like your midwife, just ask for a new one. Definitely. I am too much of a people pleaser to have asked for a new one. That's so why Jacob was would. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like he would have no dramas with that as well. He'd be no. like, you're out. <laughs> yeah, didn't yeah, make yeah. the cut. <laughs> and she was South Af- the first one was South African, and my ex was South African, so he would have been like, no. Um, but Mel Mel was amazing and so yeah just got there it was um, just on a side note what you were saying with the ball and the molassana position of course that's not going to be comfortable knowing what we know now where that's an inlet position so good for the start of labor but once baby's deep probably yeah we'd be really like hurting your pelvis but also kind of sticking into baby's head not in a a damaging way but it wouldn't be comfortable at all yeah yeah it's like now i'm not yes my body does not want this position yeah um so (laughs) what happened yeah so then i was just sort of yeah no like um i found standing up and sort of being over the bed like that that Mm. was the most comfortable position yeah and i didn't move a lot i think i was because i was like fuck this is so painful yes um and then I think I had a shower. It was still, like, I thought it was so painful, but it definitely got much more intense. Um, so I had a shower, which at that point, because Jacob had been up late on the Saturday night, so he didn't get much sleep on that. And then I woke up at 3.30 on the Sunday, ah. and then obviously Sunday night he hasn't slept at all. So he's tired. And they're like, do you want to get in the shower? I was like, absolutely. And Jacob's like, okay, well, I might go and just lie on the couch and get some sleep. Are you good if, if you go in the yes. shower? And I just looked at him like, no, <laughs> this is a team effort. Don't leave me. Um, and so he was like, okay, I'll go find my board shorts, blah, blah, blah. And at this point, I'm getting in the shower. They have a sh- double shower head. So it's like one's on your belly and one's on your back. And it is so good. Yes. And then I'm just there and I'm like, you know, going through my contractions, doing my low noises, just swaying and stuff. And then Jacob's at the door and he's like, shivering. <laughs> Can I come in? And I'm like, ah, uh, no. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I was like, do I give him this one to get? No, sorry. <laughs> you can go get some sleep now. And he said, he said he went to sleep and you were like, okay. And then I woke up and all hell had broken loose. In the- <gasps> oh I don't know gosh. what happens in a shower, but. That cervix dilated, bumps moved down. Yeah, probably from like standing to and gravity and just like swaying. Um, And good solid contractions. And And then he was just like, holy moly. Um, And then I think we did. To confirm they hadn't rechecked you at this point. Hadn't rechecked me at this point. But then they, she said, I'm just going to check you because I was like, Give me all the drugs now. Yes. Yes. And she said, 
so normal. She said, this is what we can give you, but we need, I think it was like the morphine. She's like, we just need to check where you are. And so I was like, okay. Um, so she checked me and she was like, yeah, no, we can't give you anything. And yes. then I think I asked for the epidural like three more times. Yes. I'm, like, I'm pretty sure they can give you an epidural at like 10 centimetres. Um, <laughs> and Jacob was like, sometimes she just ignores you. She just waited till the contraction was over and then she's like, how are you feeling? And you were like, oh, like, okay, I can get through another one kind of thing. Yes. So she was great. She knew what so she was doing. She, was, she definitely was like, ignore yes. any. And at that point. That's an interesting point. That's why it's so important to know the birth plan, like, or what your preferences are. You don't want yeah. the epidural and to be able to like know how you want to be managed when you ask for it because you're going yes. to ask for it. Yes, you And your are, birth yeah. partner and your midwife needs to know what to do in that situation. It gets to a point where you're like, I don't care. Yes. I just want it to be over and I want yes. the pain to stop. So stuff, rip Absolutely. that birth plan up, throw it out. Absolutely. But yeah, if you have a yeah. good team. Yes. And again, like knowing now what I know about like the reptilian brain, it's like, like I was 100% in that. I had no concept of time. Yes. And in my brain, when I'd sort of dip out of that, I was thinking, this is my first birth too. And I know that this this really painful stage can yeah. last for 12 hours. Like, yeah. I can't. And I said to Jacob, like, if I had known, okay, it's going to be two more hours of this, I would have yes. been like, oh, okay, I can probably get through it. Absolutely. Or I would have been like, absolutely freaking not. Yes. But. Not knowing is the hardest part. Agreed. Because it could go for another eight hours. You Absolutely. Could spiral. And-, and even if you knew, this is the thing, this is the thing and why we do the whole setting of the standard in the birth workshop is that if you knew, even if it was going to be 12 hours, you know that there's an end point. But a worst part of labor is just this sense of when you don't know, it feels like it's going forever. And that's yep. what a lot of women say is that it just felt like it was never ending. Even though logically we know, you know, labor's going to finish mm-hmm. one day. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be 30, <laughs> one day. One day. day exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But when you're in that state of you don't know 12 hours, 36 hours, two oh. hours, it feels like it's going to be forever. And I think that's one of the most powerful affirmations in a labor is that this will end, it will, you know, yeah. this is temporary. Yeah. It won't go forever because it's such mm, a reminder mm, because mm. you're not in your logical mind when you're yes. laboring, obviously. Um, which I do find doing those affirmations and things and even um, like listening to one of your meditations or something in a bath, yeah. visualizing your birth a lot beforehand, which I did a lot yes. more with Frank helps because in the moment you can't go oh what are my affirmations what am I thinking you're like yes "Mm, I just got to breathe to get through this or or, like it's so freaking painful you are not in your logical mind at all so you can't go oh what are my affirmations so if you do make it more of a okay okay let's practice Mm -hmm. okay what position would I be in? Mm. Okay, how am I feeling? Visualize Bob's moving down. Visualizing saying those affirmations. Then it becomes much more second nature. Whereas, second nature, instinctual, because I, I think with Arthur, I was like, "Yep, yep." Like I've got my affirmations. Like I know uh, yes. what I want to do. Yes. I'll be fine. I didn't really like practice it. Yeah, which is yeah, much that that's just my personality. <laughs> but with Frank, I I did do a lot more because I sort of knew that you're not in that logical mind, so you can't yes. be like, "Oh, okay, I'm finding this really hard." What are the affirmations that will like help me through this? Absolutely. Um, I remember again, when you were pregnant partner. with Frank Star, you were you kept saying like I want it to be second nature yeah. because my first time it all sounded good in theory, but I didn't 
pull on those techniques. And as you were even saying, like before the shower, you're on the bed, you're just still like fucking yes, I was like frozen in fear yeah, or, or yeah. pain or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pain. Yeah. Just like get through this. And yes. yeah, so just got to that point where I was like, I don't know how long this is going to go for. And that's the hardest part. Yeah. Fuck it. Give me the drugs. Totally. And yeah. Midwife was great. Ignored me sometimes. And then like, yeah. or just like explained. So, um, yeah. And so at that point, she's like, but you can, if you would like to, you could get in the bath now. And I was like, again, not knowing, yes. oh, that must mean I'm like getting close or whatever. Yes. Um, so got in the bath and just was definitely a little bit of relief for a little while. Oh, no, she broke my waters. Ah. And she said, this will make it because I was like, I don't think I can do this anymore yes and her and Jacob were like you are doing it though and I was like oh, you're not listening to me <laughs> I can't do it anymore though like I'm tired I'm like yeah, yeah. Like, you just you just want to give up totally so she and said I can break your waters yeah. um because there is still a lot of water there yeah it will be quicker but it will be intense yes and I was like I don't care just make what it. a fantastic just, disclaimer just Go make Melinda. it yeah 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 she was bloody great um so she broke it, felt so much water come out, and then was it, it a relief feeling? It was, it was interesting. But that's maybe because I was lying down on the bed when she broke it. Ah, and then so get in the bath. It definitely did get more intense, but I do think it it would have sped that up. Knowing what I know now, I probably would have said maybe, maybe not in the moment. You're probably just like, no, nah, I can do it. Mm. Um, but I may have. With Frank, I said I didn't want my waters broken. Interesting. Yeah. Just listening to a few more things and yeah. knowing the reasoning why you would break them and why you wouldn't. But yeah. in the moment, again, as I said, like with Arthur, maybe even if I'd known that, maybe I would have been like, stuff it, let's go. Yeah. Um. So then, yeah, got in the bath and just it was so intense. I couldn't really find a comfortable position. I didn't realise there were those sticky mats too that you could ask for. Uh, so I didn't really have anything to help prop. Yeah. I sort of think. I found a position where I was like slightly leaning back. Yeah. Because on my knees, I just couldn't find a comfortable position and wasn't really stable. Right. So then, yeah. yeah, it was intense for a while and then came the pushing. And I can't remember, no one told me, okay, now you can push. Jacob said he heard them, the two midwives talking and said, she's puckering, blah, blah, blah. So oh. he kind of knew it was, yeah, I was like, ooh. <laughs> Look at a close up look. Stop talking about my asshole. I know. (laughs) And I just remember being like, oh, no, that's right. It got to, um, it was just like this sudden relief, which you were quite different, my little love. Um, (laughs) But with Arthur, as soon as I got to the pushing stage, I turned to Jake. It was like a relief because it was not nearly as painful. And I said to him, I've got this now. Like Interesting. I could do, I know this feeling because I used the EpiNo um a couple of ah. times, yeah, which I highly recommend. And it, it was just that feeling. I just found the um perennial massage a little bit awkward, yeah. Um, whereas EpiNo was really good, and so I had that like ring of fire feeling yes. before. So when it got to the pushing stage, I was like, I know what this feels like. I know yeah. I can. I got it up to eight centimeters on the EpiNo. I'll be fine. Wow, but, like amazing. Yeah. Um. So I felt sort of, yeah, prepared and familiar feeling. And I think at that stage, oh, I had the gas too. Yes. Nice. At what point was that? Probably when I got out of the shower. Yeah. So I guess I was probably 
a couple of hours towards the end. Yeah. Um, and I do remember watching the video back because um, one of the ladies filmed it, which I wish they did, they did for you. I forgot. Um, and I was more using it for breath control. Like it reminded me yes, to breathe because I so feel like I was that. holding my breath and clenching a little bit. Yeah. Especially when it came to the pushing. I can see on the video at one point, like the thing's not even in my mouth and I was just like, on yes. Um, but yeah, uh, so got to the pushing phase, was like, it's okay. Like obviously it's going to take concentration and effort and it will hurt, but I know this, fe- this feeling is familiar, whereas yes. the contractions, I was like, what is this? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so pushed for I think about an hour. Uh-huh. And I remember even going in and out of the like contractions of the pushing. Mm. Again, it feels different to contractions, contractions with Arthur at least. Oxytocin and stuff must have been yes. going at that stage because I just remember saying like five times to the midwives, I love you. <gasps> During I the pushing you. phase. Yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. And then, you must and then immediately after, like, don't say that. Shush. <laughs> what are you doing? It's just in my own little world. Oh, with a little show. love potion going I on. Oh, <laughs> I got it now. I think Jacob was just like, oh, well. Um, so Jacob was sort of just over me on the bath. Yeah, pushed for about And you were an still hour. in this leaning back position. Yeah, I was sort of moving between um, being on my knees but then not feeling 100% comfortable there, so leaning back a little bit. And so they had the mirror underneath and then, like, when it came to the heads coming out. And then at that stage, I remember when you could just start to see the head and then Jacob got really excited. Which yeah. is funny, like, when we were talking about getting pregnant and maybe even, like, leading up to pregnancy, um, saying, I don't know, like, when it comes time to birth, you're, like, shoulders and above. You're not watching what's going yes, on there. Yes. Otherwise, we'll never have sex again. And then, like, <laughs> you get pregnant and you start talking about it. And you're like, oh, no. And then Jacob's like, oh, no, I want to catch the baby and blah, blah, blah. Uh, okay, sure. So good. Go yeah, so he was ready to catch Arthur. And, yeah, so I was That's definitely amazing. leaning back a little bit, um, which was cool because I could see the mirror and you could see it's amazing when they're, like, head turns. Yes. And then, um, and then, yeah, shoulders came out, and oh um, he was all good. He was perfect immediately, and we were just in this love bubble because we didn't know what we were having. And I think it was like five minutes later, the midwife said, "Do you want to know what you had?" Yes. And then it was a boy, and then we just I I cried, which I didn't think I cried, and um, Jacob was like, "No, you know, you definitely cried when we found out we were having a boy," because um, I knew he'd middle. His middle name would be after my dad, who'd passed a couple of years before. So, yeah. um, So, I just started crying. And then you're just like, they're perfect. They're perfect. Um, And then you sort of stay in the bath. We did delay cord clamping. Perfect. Got out the bath. um, Birthed the placenta. That was all good. That came out quite easily. Yeah. And then... um, yeah, the uh, lady who did my encapsulation was very impressed with my size of my placenta. She was like, I usually get 120 pills, but with yours, I got 150. I like, Big placenta. I don't, I don't know what that means. But <laughs> I'm like, cool, cool. Um, so that was all fine. And, yeah, you're just in that love bubble. You did the little booby walk up to the boob. Aww. Everything was great. Yeah, he and was, he fed, he just jumped on. And he fed, yeah, he fed great. 
And um, I think we always thought, oh, we'll probably stay one night at the hospital, just make sure everything's all good, blah, blah, blah. But we were so ready to go home. Yes. Um, Mum was angry because she didn't get the sheets back on the bed in time. (gasps) I was like, calm down, Mum. I'm like, thank you for doing what she like came over and did all the washing. Oh, what a legend. um, She's 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 good. Yeah. So that's another thing that helps so much in, because there's so much to talk about. But pregnancy preparation, leading up to getting pregnant, being pregnant, pre- um, birth prep, birth prep, birth prep, mm. nothing. What about motherhood? What about motherhood? Yeah. That's <laughs> postnatal. Yeah. So community helped heaps. Um, Jacob's stepmom is Filipino and made all these beautiful broths um, and soups. And I think just like Filipino could, um is very much along those lines. It's so sort of Ayurvedic, like, yes. and it was winter, so it was nice to have that stuff, whereas this time around, I think Ooh. she was probably like, oh, she probably won't want to yes. eat hot soups. And, yes, yeah, so everything went well. I was really fortunate enough I didn't get mastitis. I didn't really have any breastfeeding issues. My boobs, when the milk came in, were definitely sore, like a lot more sore the first mm. time. With you, they've sort of been fine, but I have had mastitis with him. Um but, uh, yeah, so everything went well. I think, again, like, first child, so you have just, like, the capacity to spend all day mm-hmm. just looking at them and breastfeeding. And it was yes. winter, so it was nice. We said yeah. next child is definitely going to be a winter child if we can plan it. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree. I Not agree. Study, but yeah. <laughs> For your comfort. You've been a For little hot water bottle. Yeah, you poor sweaty little thing. What about um, – um, so, yeah, the whole motherhood – First time mama, how did you go with that transition of being so relied on? For me, it's been okay. Yeah. And I was having this conversation with a friend just yesterday who is struggling a little bit just in terms of she's always been like a big achiever outside the home, external pressures sort of from probably her parents and what her parents expect of her. And just like that's Mm. more of her personality and so many people are. I know my sister, she's like – Judy's almost one. She's sort of really keen to get back into, even if it's part-time work, whatever. Yes. Whereas yes. I feel like for so long I delighted by, denied it, but I'm definitely my mother's daughter. And she was mum of four, stay-at-home mum. Yeah, Did so much for us now. I'm like, how the hell did you do cloth nappies, all the washing, all the thing, like uh, yes. how to build up for a husband. Like just did so much stuff for us that goes unappreciated. Yes. Yeah. Which, yeah, Shannon's like, I could oh, – sorry friend of mine is like I kept stuck doing all the um you know all the ship jobs and no one acknowledges and then the husband goes out and earns money so he gets congratulated and blah blah blah. and I mean he's great with her and acknowledges that she's still doing yeah which is the same with Jacob Jacob's like you're contributing to our family so much more than you realize it just might not be financially yeah 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 but yeah I always thought motherhood mum's just very maternal in the terms mm. of like, look, she always put our kids first, still does, but without any resentment. Yes, which I think is key. And yes. you feel the same that you which are. I, feel, I said to my friend, I said, I think it's different for me because I've finally found a job that I feel like I'm fully fulfilled in. Yes. I think I was like, and it sounds so cliche, but I feel like I was born to be a mum. And I was yes, always sort of like yes. the mum of our friends group. And like yeah. I love looking after people. I love nurturing people. Yeah, Jake and I have more traditional roles in our relationship and that works for us. It might, Perfect. it definitely doesn't work for everyone. But um, 
And I think I said to you, I'm like, I, I almost feel like a bad feminist being like, yeah. <laughs> I want to be a stay-at-home mom. But as you said, like it's all about giving the choice. And it was interesting yes. hearing from my friend who's struggling with it. She said she wants to break that cycle because her mom was like the stay-at-home mom role but with resentment and so was her mum and she said oh. she has a daughter so she said I want to enjoy it more so that I break that cycle for Amazing. my little girl so if she wants to be a mum and just stay home and raise kids she doesn't feel like that's a bad decision or yes. the wrong decision or yes. what, which I thought was so beautiful that is that um, is so even really though she's aware. struggling with it she's like I want to break the cycle for yeah cuz um yeah yeah, my girl, the option. And yeah, so, did so you say you had trouble kind of admitting it to yourself at first? Is that what you said? No. Okay. I, I didn't really have any trouble. Yeah. And I feel like you almost feel bad for that because I didn't, you know, breastfed easily. Like, yeah. had a natural birth in the end. Like, had no trouble breastfeeding. Had, but had great support. Whereas I yeah. feel like if I didn't have support where I could just sort of enjoy being in that bubble I've got food I've got this and Mm. I did do a lot of prep I had heaps of stuff in the freezer and stuff but also just having family close and so having mum both my mum and Jacob's mum are great in terms of they will input if you ask for it Mm -hmm. but none of them have ever said oh this is what I think you should do or oh do you think you're doing the right thing by that like they've both just been so supportive and like you're doing a great job as a mom like yeah but it also sounds like they also just take initiative in they come over they just get the sheets off they wash them they do the washing up they do this and they don't need to sit back and be like let me know if you need help because like you never fucking ask for it you know also do it without being like like yes you see and again this is probably how I was raised like mum doing the motherhood jobs without any resentment without expecting anything back in return so I do think if you have family close by utilize them don't be afraid to ask ask for them they will probably offer but again, I do acknowledge that I'm really lucky in that I have family close and they're great family. Yes. Um, like, let's don't offer. Like, it's no. funny hearing the mamas talk about it where I feel like my mum, like, she's such a great mum. Yeah. Like, that's her thing. And unfortunately for her, she didn't get to really relish in being just that role of the mum because yeah. she had to do other, like, work and stuff. Yeah. But I feel like when we had kids, she would really – sit into that role yeah yeah I think she would fucking love it yeah to be oh honest God. the grandmother or like just grandmother grandfather role to grandchild role is the most precious thing amazing and I we were really close especially with my mum's mum um because she lived in the house in front and they just don't have that everyday responsibility of yeah okay, what school are we going to send you to? Have you eaten enough vegetables today? Have I got mm. your washing on the line? Have you cleaned your teeth? Are mm. you, you know, meeting this milestone, blah, 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 blah. Mm. So the grandparents are just there to have a good time. Yeah. And like really like listen to them. And I feel like sometimes grandparents are so in tune with what's going on, especially as they get older, you know, in those sort of teenage years. And yeah, and my mum's just like, and Jacob's mum and stepmom and dad and stepdad, like they're all just – the best grandparents and they all uh, 
sometimes it's like, oh, shit, I need to make time in the week so that everyone gets to see. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. So it's good. Very, I acknowledge that I'm very lucky in that sense. But and even, it um, is your sister-in-law that looks after Arthur on Sundays? Oh, yes. Like, yes. that's a fucking gift. Oh, my God. Yeah. And she's probably like a 22 and be like, yes, yes, I'll take him this day. Like, she wants to take him like Sorry, every, buddy, every Sunday afternoon. And I'm like, like. If I was 22, I'd be like, yeah, like, your baby's cute, but, you know, I'll, yes. see, I'll see it at Christmas. And yes, like yes, her. yes, yes. But, no, she's amazing. That's um, so good. Yeah, she'll be a bloody fantastic mom. So, found that, almost probably found that whole journey amazing for me, and I finally felt like I was in the role that I should be in, but then having a bit of guilt around everything. Yes. Kind of slotting into place. Yes. Yeah. I should Definitely be a little bit of resentment towards Jacob in those early days. Interesting. In um, what way? Jacob struggled a little bit with connecting because all they do, like they can't talk yet. They can't do it. Like yes. all they want to do is, and I think you think I should birth this baby and then just be instantly in love with it. Yes. And women, we get all the hormones. So mm-hmm. we're, and again, not for every mum. So many mums yes. have some sort of postnatal depression. Yeah. Um, or even just like, I don't or just really not connecting. know this little human yes. yet. Yes. And it does take time and that's super normal as well. Super normal. Yeah. Um, but so Jacob's like, okay, well, I'm not needed here. I'm like... Anyway, whereas now useless of it, so cute. not that he is useless, Him but that's how they are best friends now. Ah, oh. sorry, Dane, Jacob's brother. Like, I think he's, uh, I think he's dropped adorable. off the peg. I think Arthur's taking the uh, position. Adorable. It's really, really sweet to see. Isn't that interesting? In that podcast you sent me for peeps at home, this is an Esther Perel podcast, and how she talks shout about out to Esther. Shout out <laughs> to Esther <laughs> on the Diary of a CEO podcast. <laughs> Loved it, and um. I found that interesting that she said, when are you most drawn to your partner? And one yes. of the most common answers for women, for women. is when he's yep. playing with the kids. Yes. But it wasn't the same vice versa because that was just the yeah. woman doing her role yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I think it's just like, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And I want to, I was like, oh, that's, that's weird. Did you talk to Jacob that? about that? Yes. But it's funny because Jacob often says he he's very drawn to me he's very drawn to competent people and he said on the weekend he was like oh my favorite thing that happened this week was watching you we went over to his mum's for breakfast on Saturday um and she didn't have a pancake recipe and she's like what's your mum's pancake recipe and I was like oh don't have a recipe but I just know how to do it so I'll come over and show you blah blah anyway ended up we had one of Jacob's stepdad's grand kid yeah over who's six ollie who's six um so sort of like ollie huey and arthur so a three-year-old a two and a half year old and uh and a six-year-old and so i was sort of teaching them how to make pancakes and had ollie on the whipping the egg whites and arthur doing the folding in and anyway so everyone kind of had a job ollie got to flip some pancakes so good like, so stoked yeah and jacob said that was my favorite thing just watching you do that and i was like i think it's because he was, like, he was like, you just, you know, you've got all these things on the go, but you were including everyone. Everyone's yes. learning. Like you explained like how the egg whites like make it fluffy because of the aeration and like all this. And I was like, it's because of competency. Yes. I was competent. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, mum even said like, oh, she's so capable, isn't she? And I was like, oh. Isn't that interesting? Because she's still so wildly calm and patient in those scenarios. Like there's even been times at yours where like, 
both Frank and Arthur are popping off and then Jacob's asking you questions while you're cooking something and you're just kind of like managing it all. And I'm, and I'm like, <gasps> what's going on? <laughs> you're just like calm and patient yeah. and, and can take a lot of stimulus without getting overwhelmed. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite a calm person. Um, I sort of sometimes thrive in those scenarios. Like even yeah. at the cafe when like you'd have like so many orders coming yes. in or whatever, like I feel like – You've got to, otherwise it will be like nothing's going to be better if you're, if you're the one freaking out. And another person I love, Dr. Becky, she sort of says parenthood is you're the leader. You've got to be the leader in being like the strong person and leading the ship kind of thing. And, but also lead by example. So I feel like if I lose it, that's not going to help anyone. Nah. Anyway, we kind of got yes. Let's return. Oh yeah. So I did feel a bit of resentment towards Jacob mm. in the fact that, and I'm quite a homebody, so it wasn't a huge change for me. Like I wasn't like, oh, now I can't go out or like do this or. But even little things like him just getting out and being like, I'm going for a surf in the morning. Yes. I wish I could get up and go for a swim in the ocean. Yes, yes. And I'm like, it's not his fault. But my boobs need to stay with the baby. Yeah, it's not, not his fault. fault. You're what so logical. If, oh. we, if we swapped roles, what the, what the frick's he going to do? Yes. And I could. I could go up and go for a swim if I wanted to put pump. bubs on formula, if I wanted to pump. But it was my decision to exclusively breastfeed mm-hmm. for X amount of time. So Jacob's not forcing you. No. Exactly. So um, I do so have logical, that option. Lucy, you fucking legend. But, oh, it takes time, definitely, in the moment. I'm it does. Trying. And to not react. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm just, like, really trying to work on. And I think I am pretty good. Yeah. But, yeah. I find, like, asking, yeah, like, what's the alternative or, like, what's your highest value here? Yeah. And also, like, okay, well, what else do I suggest? Yeah. And when you think about it, it's like, well, nothing. What are it the just other is options? what it is. Then it's no. like, well, and fucking. And it's not going to be forever. And... Thankfully, Jacob's a an evening gym person, and I'm much more of a morning yes. person. So it wasn't that long before I was. Um, I saw my PT for a little while, and then it was just it was too hard with Arthur being like, yeah, not in a proper routine yet, and blah blah blah. Yeah. Um. But then it got to the stage. I think I was just doing like I was going to F45 and things like that. And Arthur was how old was he? Oh, a little over a year or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, again, like a friend of mine acknowledged, she's like, oh, it's so good that you're, like, have time for yourself. And I was like, well, you got to do what makes you the best mom. So, like, yes. for me, it's, like, getting up, moving my body, and then I have more energy for the day. So yes. I'm a better person and therefore a better mom if I put myself first for an hour in the morning. Yes. Yeah. 100%. That's such a good point. Yeah. Otherwise, you are stuck in resentment because you're like, oh, fuck, I wish I had time for myself. I wish I could do this, blah, 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 blah. Yes. It's like, you can. You just got to... It just might look different. I yes. definitely recommend going out and say, say if exercise is your thing, whatever it is, going out and doing it because I think a lot of times you think, oh, I'll do it at home or whatever. But if you've got barbs and they start crying or they want you yeah. or especially as they get older, like yeah. it's going to be interrupted. It's like if That's I do it. Pilates at home, so I've got to do it first thing in the morning when Arthur's still asleep, when yeah. he's still asleep. Or just know that it will get interrupted like eight times and you might yes. finish. And like doing. even when, you know, we go for our walk on Wednesdays yeah. and you don't bring the boys now, like it got to a point where Frank like was definitely fine without you and yeah. you just leave them with Jacob and he just deals with them. So if yeah. they wake up, which to be fair, they seem pretty asleep every time we get back to yours, but um, if they wake up, he'll just manage it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, Frank's fed like 
45 minutes ago and had a big feed. He's going to be fine. Yes. Arthur's like, he knows just how to manage, manage him now. So Yes. Um, yes. And you've got to let your – that's another thing that I probably struggled with too and not really knowing that I was doing it. It's that like mum knows best kind of thing and you do because in the early days you're all they need, all they need. Yes. So then you end up being in that role of, oh, baby's crying, here, give it to mum yes. kind of thing. Whereas Jacob – So did you guys do that at first, sorry? Yeah, because it was yeah. uh, mostly boob. And yeah. Arthur definitely settled with the boob. Frank's more of a – I'll have boob, but I more need to just like get a burp out or a fart out or yeah. be rocked to sleep. Whereas Arthur was just like boob, 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 boob. Yes. Um, so, yeah, just – Giving your partner the chance to figure it out too, rather than yeah, it. it's like watching your little toddler do a puzzle, and you're like, oh, okay, no, okay, no, no, okay. you just have to be like, you just let me do it. It's be better for you in the long run if you figure out yes. how to do it now. Fucking smash the puzzle, and the same so with true. your partner. You got to let them figure it out for themselves. It might look different to how you would do it, but yes. that's going to be parenting. You're going to do things slightly different, so it does take a little bit of time and sort of releasing yes like relinquishing the, the control. control yes um that's such a good but, point so, Luce. yeah so now and jacob will like take arthur for a ham and cheese croissant and i'm like not what i would be feeding him all the time but <laughs> it's like they're that's their treat together and they're both yes. happy and i'm like yeah if it happens once a week what else? And he's so competent now with yeah. Arthur. Like you yeah, know, I do see great both sides when, of the spectrum, kids, and right? Jacob's just so competent with him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also Frankster. Like even the other day when I was at yours, and you were making us a coffee, and all of a sudden Jacob woke up. Arthur came out, and he like he did his little toilet thing, like in that little potty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Jacob just sorted all that out. I was yeah, like, yeah. And you didn't have to say anything. You didn't have to ask him. He just knew. Like it's no. like two, that was a perfect example in my mind. I was just like, that's co-parenting. That is two parents knowing what the fuck's up with their kid and yeah. doing what's got to be done, rather than it always being like the mum that knows. Jacob's a bloody legend, and um, I feel like any, parenting with anyone else would be really hard. But mm. our communication is really good. Yes, and even on things that we don't agree on, we're sort of like we're we're both figuring out as we go. I don't know the solution to this. Like, especially yes. when Frank was born, Arthur started acting out a little bit and we're like, yeah. how do we handle this? Yeah. This is what I would do. This is what I would do. Yeah. Okay. I don't completely agree with what you're saying. I don't even know if what I'm doing is the right thing to do, yeah. but let's make a plan to figure it out together. Yes. So he's great in that way that he's willing to sort of like hear suggestions, do your yes. style of parenting or try it out. This is yes. my suggestion. But yeah, you just sort of got to let some control go yeah as a parent even though it can be really hard yeah. especially going from baby needs you and only you yeah and you kind of are more in tune I think women are just more in tune yes to, to other people I agree um, but men are more capable than we give them credit for as well so definitely give them some definitely Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you being here. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would absolutely love if you shared with someone else who would benefit from this information or on your social stories. 
If you are pregnant right now with no idea where to start and you are inundated with an abundance of information, our free 14-day pregnancy preparation short course is for you. There is a plethora of pregnancy meditations, pregnancy yoga flows, educational talks, physical movement videos, all to prepare for birth that you can access for free right now. The link is in the show notes. Now, if you are absolutely loving this podcast and the type of information we share, but you are not quite in the pregnancy or birth realm yet, I have some news for you that you are going to want to know. We have reached out to a bunch of the best preconception, pregnancy, and birth professionals to accumulate numerous tangible skills, tips, and advice to be sent straight to your inbox. If you would like to receive these fortnightly, then sign up on the newsletter link below. Talk to you soon.